Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialist with an office in Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, my friend. So let's talk about this, the guessing game a little bit, right? How many people come in and typically, I don't know, uh, kind of rounded it off or I, I think that's this or I guess that that or you know, something like that. So we'll go through here and, and uh, kind of see if we can break this down a little bit better. And I know you can't give exact numbers, but maybe we can give some highlights or some things for people to think about. And um, we can start with the big one. How much monthly income will you need in retirement? Everybody's going to be different. So how do we kind of go about figuring that out? Well, that's where you got to figure out what they're spending. When you look at your, when you go and log into your 401k or pension plan or something like that, they're always going to have some kind of number there. And it's typically going to be 80% of what you're getting paid right now. So let's say, for instance, let's say you're getting paid $100,000 a year. We're just pulling that out of the hat for ease of calculation. So you need $80,000 a year in income. That's 80% of what you're making. Because when you retire, there's a couple of things that you're not paying that you're paying while you're, uh, while you're working. One thing is you're not saving for retirement when you are retired, right? So you're not contributing to a 401k. Right or an IRA, something like that. There's a couple of taxes you don't pay in retirement. You don't pay Medicare or Social Security tax. So you just pay ordinary income taxes. So that Mm -hmm. saves there. Supposedly, you won't have commuting expenses going in and out to work, you know, and maybe lunch expenses and and wardrobe expenses and those types of things. So they assume that you could use less. And so, but that, that number is really, it's just an arbitrary number. I always joke in my classes. And when you see that number, you have to tell it like, my wife sometimes will tell me after a couple of glasses of wine, uh, you don't know me. <laughs> so, <laughs> she hates <Nope>. that joke. Um, <laughs> She's not listening this week, right? <laughs> no, no, no. She didn't listen to this show. She hears enough of me at home. Um, but the thing is, they don't know you. They don't know what you're really spending. So what you have to do is you have to look, okay, what does it cost for us to live, right? So you go through a budget. And people hear the word budget. They think that, okay, you're going to tell me where to cut my spending, Right. You're going to tell me don't go to Starbucks, brew it at home, and you know pack a lunch and don't you know go eat out at lunch, all that kind of stuff. No, no, no. We're saying, okay, what is it that you're spending? So you know, take into, okay, if you have a mortgage, what is it? Uh, property taxes, uh, insurance on the house, and automobile, and maybe you got some um, life insurance, or maybe you have some uh, umbrella liability insurance, utilities, trash, cable, phone, internet. It's amazing how much that is these days. And then, you know, guessing what you spend on average between food and going out and clothing and personal service, you know, there's haircuts, massages, gym memberships, um, Netflix, all that kind of stuff. You know, some people have very detailed ones. Some people, everything flows through their credit card, right? And they say, okay, well, everything's on here. So my credit card spend is, let's say, $2,500 a month. So everything's on there. And then fuel and you know, you kind of get a handle on that, right? Now, there's going to be some things that you're going to pop up. And those are, you can't really count for those. You don't know if all of a sudden there's going to be a major purchase, right? So we put that number in there. And then that's what you kind of look at for your monthly income. And then what are some things that come in automatically? 
If you have a pension, that's automatic. Social Security, when you turn it on, that's automatic, right? Um, mm-hmm, if you have right. A, if you have um, farm income coming in, typically it doesn't come monthly, right? But you can count on that coming in. Um, dividends, some dividend stocks, or maybe you got interest coming in for things. Maybe you have royalties. Uh, I like to say if you have rental property, but rental property can be consistent. But we've had a couple of things where that's changed, right? COVID did change rental property for people. And if you have rental properties, it may have scared you a little bit because all of a sudden- Yeah, it may have scared you off of it, right? Yeah, federal government says, oh, they don't have to pay and you can't kick them out, yeah. right? Yeah, hopefully that doesn't roll back around again, but it's possible. Genie's out of the bottle. Sure. Um, so you just kind of look at that and then you have a gap, right? So how do you fill the gap? And that's where you use your assets or you work or something like that. So that's where you talk about gap analysis, but that's really what you want to do is what is a what is a lifestyle? And then you also want to plan for, hey, this big thing that I want to do, which is traveling, right? Travel and enjoyment, add an amount there. You may not spend it every year, but in a budgetary process or in a planning, you want to say, okay, we think we may spend, let's say, when we spend, um, you know, $5,000 a year in travel or 10000 a year on trips or something like that. Plan for it, knowing some years you may spend more, some years you may spend less, but plan for it because what you're trying to get to is – how long will my money last given this assumption on a rate of return and this assumption on the inflation on the expenses, those kinds of things. You can make decisions on where to place your money is what you're looking at. Yeah. And so you're talking about big ticket items, right? So you've got to figure out the monthly income, but people often fail to put in not the stuff that an emergency fund would cover, like actual emergencies, stuff you can't predict, but like, you know, the things that you probably are going to do in retirement. You might replace your car. You might um, you know, you might have a kid of age that you're going to be paying for their marriage or something, right? So, you know, plan, factor that stuff in ahead of time so that it doesn't sideswipe you later on. Yeah, so we have people that will say, okay, we're going to take a car loan and we're just going to have it all all years, right? So we'll always have a car loan. What that does is that we're going to save, basically that becomes the savings account to pay for the car. So this current car, when that's paid off, we'll probably get another one so that we'll just have that same amount factored into our budget, mm-hmm. right? Or right. We know our daughter's going to get married at some point, so we're just going to say, okay, we're going to put away $400 a month for the next 20 years for this wedding um, account, kind of like a, like a Christmas account or something like that. Right. Yeah. You can just plan for those, right? Mm-hmm. But depending on where your assets are and the amount of assets that you have, because one thing that people don't realize is in retirement, and we play this game with with folks, we say, let's play the liquidity game because in our software, I can go to the asset tab and look at all their assets, okay? And I'll ask them, Mr. and Mrs. Client, okay, what up here in your mind's eye is considered liquid? Now, before we go, before we, go we have to quantify or clarify, sorry, what the definition of liquidity is. Now, my definition of liquidity is if you could have a, you could have the amount that you're requesting within a week. That's my definition of liquidity. Do you agree with that? And they say, yeah, that's that's pretty liquid to me. The liquidity, and we look up there, and so, of course, they go to the bank. That's liquid, yes, of course, credit union, you know, savings, that kind of stuff. And I say, okay, well, you know, your, your safer accounts that we have with the insurance companies, 10% of that available, all the money that you have at Fidelity is all liquid. And they're like, what do you mean? It's like, well, if you call us, you know, we have to sell assets, um, three days to, to settle the trades, even though it's electronic, it still bewilders me, but you have all that money within a week. So most of our folks have about 70% of their money is liquid to them. You've never treated it as, 
money that you would access to pay for a major thing. You've only thought about money in the bank. Mm. But your mo- retirement money is available to you to to pay for those. It's just you're going to have some tax consequences to it. So gotcha. that helps for these major purchases that people are afraid of. Gotcha. Okay. Well, let's squeeze okay. in one more here before we go out to break when talking about not trying to guess at things, but hopefully figuring them out. And it's going to be a little tougher one, I would imagine, which is inflation, right? What is the impact of inflation going to have on our retirement? Well, many people just don't plan for it at all. Or if they do, you know, it's you know kind of an afterthought. Now, we got woke up to that over the last couple of years, but it's still really important to kind of have a strategy involved. If your advisor's not doing that, that's a, just a big opportunity of that's being missed. Right. And so you have to take it in historical perspective. This is, you know, unhist- or this is an aberration, you know, having this high of inflation right. in, in a year's time. So you look at the long-term trend. So the last 10 years is still under 3%, even with last year built in. And long-term is around 327 So we typically will use 3%. But if you look out long-term, the difference between 3 and 4 is – I mean, that's your plan's crushed at 4% because of the compounding effect. That's wild, right? Okay. Yeah. Also, the difference between three and two and a half makes your plan look way better when you go to two and a half percent inflation. So, inflation also is very personal because it's based the way you impact, the way inflation impacts you is how you spend. So, in retirement, you can kind of control how much you spend by where you spend it, right? You can. As I mentioned in my class, you can travel off-peak to look for deals because you have the time to travel off-peak. You know, Jared and I have to go down to um, Nashville for a conference. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a, I fly Delta a lot. I have status on them. So I was going to treat him, maybe upgrade because I, I have a companion pass. So I only have to buy one ticket, but I could treat him to maybe a first-class upgrade flying back from Nashville. Right. Well, even first-class on that is way outrageous <laughs> price, but he gets to fly for free. But it takes longer because you have to go somewhere else. Um, you have to you know, fly from Nashville to Atlanta, hang out in Atlanta for a couple hours to get to Des Moines. Versus we could fly on Allegiant. Okay. Oh, geez. <laughs> now, Allegiant is, you know, it's not Delta. You're taking it's, your chances. Taking our chances. Well, no, no. I mean, you, you can get a scheduled seat. But the, the seats were $63 okay, a piece. So I told him. For like a third of what it's going to cost me just to buy one seat, I can buy six seats for us. So we can just buy two rows, and we don't have to worry about anyone else sitting next to us. And it's only two hours right. because it's a direct flight. And it doesn't leave, and we get back earlier than if we flew on Delta, and we get a couple hours, we can go down and listen to some more music and eat some barbecue and stuff like that. So we're going to fly back on Delta. I'm sorry, on, uh, on Allegiant. You know, so that's things you can look for. Allegiant is super cheap, but they only fly certain days. So you can kind of, you can cut out your inflation that way by having the time to look for deals and those kinds of things. So inflation is not necessarily the headline inflation number they're saying. It's how you spend the money. That makes sense. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready.
Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040 WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.